we back and we back hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to sauna i e happy friday ladies and gentlemen it's your first time tuning into Sanae. Welcome to Sanae. Sanae is a platform for mental health. We discuss different mental health topics and different ways to heal, different ways to have um, coping, different coping mechanisms, different topics when it comes to mental health. And then overall, it's an open space where you can talk and feel vulnerable. Even if you feel like you don't have the help you need in your life, you can always reach out to us and we'll be glad, gladly to help or We'll connect you with one of our recent guests or anybody within the mental health field to help you better understand what you're going through. But without further ado, this show right here is going to be talking about ways to calm yourself and signs of healing. But let's first kick off the show with some quotes of the day. First quote is, learn to listen without thinking about your response. Learn to listen without thinking about your response. Whenever we conversate with somebody or have a conversation with someone, we're constantly thinking about, okay, how am I respond? How can I respond? How can I respond? Instead of listening to what they're saying and really taking in that information, then responding instead of listening, listening, you're listening to respond instead of listening to listen. And it's life is what we do. We always want to have our response. We always want to have our voices heard or have our opinions heard or advice heard instead of just listening, listening to the person, listening to what they're saying and really taking that information in. And as you're taking that information and giving a slight pause when they're done and then figuring out, okay, how can I respond to what they just said instead of what wanting to respond as they're talking. So if you're this type, learn to listen without thinking about your response. Just listen to the conversation, listen to the person, listen to your kid, listen to your grandparents, listen to your friends, and just listen to listen don't listen to respond until after they're done talking. My next quote is, be somebody who makes everybody feel like a somebody. Leave people better than you found them. Always smile when you meet new people. Always go out your way to check in, checking on people and seeing how they're doing. That's something I've been doing this week is just really checking on people, talking to people and really showing more interest into what they're talking about and what they're saying and really checking in on them and seeing how they're doing, how their week's been and giving up advice when they ask for it or with the word of wisdom when they need it and really it's really been helping them and I'm grateful for the people that I've helped out and impacted and inspired this week but um, that's what I'm being more leaning more towards being a good person and really doing good things especially when you meet people, meet a stranger or meet somebody or anybody that you see just give them a compliment like even just anybody to see you anybody you see like a stranger or something give them a compliment or something you never know it can make their day just always be that person that leaves people that better than you found them and being that bright spot in people's lives even if you're in their lives for a minute or two just always giving that compliment saying something good about them smile at them indulging in a conversation be that person but once again that quote is be somebody who makes everybody feel like a somebody and i'm gonna give y'all a brief break and we're gonna hop into Ways to calm yourself. Thank y'all for tuning in to Sana I-E. Happy Friday. With the times that we're in right now, I think the best thing to do is take the time out for yourself and learn a new language. And I bet you're wondering, how can I learn a new language? Where can I go to learn a new language? Whether it's YouTube, there's podcasts and there's an app that I use. This app is called Duolingo. 
and I've been using Duolingo for about a year now, but I've been consistent for the past 60 days. And Duolingo has really been helping me when I've been coming to and learning new languages. Like right now, I'm in the midst of learning Spanish. And it's very beneficial. I'm constantly learning. And as I come across uh, Spanish speakers, I've really been learning and indulging and, and having that conversation with people. And shout out to Duolingo. They're a great app to use, especially if you've been wanting to learn a language. They have multiple languages on there that you can learn. And I just love the whole process of Duolingo, how they operate, and it's very beneficial. I dedicate 15 to 20 minutes a day just learning a new language, and I'm really grateful for that app. So if you want to learn a language, check out Duolingo. Let's get back to the show. And we back. Ways to calm yourself. I was doing some research, and I was like, hmm. We always, when we get riled up, especially when we don't have no emotional control, what are some ways that we can calm ourselves or calm down or some self-calming ways? And number one would be walking. Walking help clear, helps clear your mind. It offers a different perspective. Walking always helps me out. When I'm out having a tough situation, it's something about the sunlight and nature that really calms me down and lets me know that things are going to be all right and this too shall pass. Especially walking, you getting your blood flowing, heart pumping, seeing nature, you being outside and just being present in that moment of walking and not really letting whatever frustrated you or got you upset really get under your skin because you know this too shall pass and your current situation isn't your final destination. So one of the ways to calm yourself down is walking. Number two would be indulging. Sometimes you have to take a whole day off and do what you want to do do exactly what you want to do cut off the social media call off the tv and just be in tune with yourself maybe leaving the tv on maybe you netflix and chilling all day and just relaxing eating some good food and just taking time for yourself especially in this if you have a busy life chaotic life and you're like always on the go there's always time where you need to take time recharge and really check in with yourself and me personally I do this on Sundays. Sundays, I love Sundays. Sundays are my self-care days. Self-care Sundays, hashtag that. Uh, but self-care Sundays is like really indulging and really tuning into myself and what I need, going over how the week was, taking an inventory of myself and really seeing, okay, what do I need to do for this week ahead and really just being present with myself. I recently started doing, I cut off uh, Instagram. Instagram on Sundays, I don't do. I cut that off and really just have a social media free day and just to give myself some clarity and just really focusing on myself. So what day do you think works best for you? Is it Sundays? Is it Fridays? Is it Wednesdays? Pick a day where you can indulge in yourself and just give that time for yourself and you just chill, relax, plan, um, check in, and just really just being present for you. And number three would be be generous. This is a big one. Be generous. Give something to a total stranger. Acts of giving makes us feel warm and fuzzy inside. I know fellas like warm and fuzzy. Yeah, warm and fuzzy. You feel good inside when you do something for a stranger. Also, give without expecting anything in return. Just give out of the kindness of your heart. It's like oh, if I give this, I'm gonna get this in return. Nah, just give. Be a giving person. Being a caring person where you just want to give your time to somebody when you give maybe a dollar to somebody or something like that just 
give something to a total stranger and don't expect anything in return. Just give. Start giving without expecting anything in return. Number four, sit in a coffee shop or a busy street and just soak up your surroundings. You don't have to talk to people. Just sit and observe. Sit and observe people. See what they're doing and see how they're interacting with with one another. See who may need your interaction with you. And just sit there in either coffee shop, juice shop, on a busy street and just soak up your surroundings. Being grateful for everything that's around you and just observe. Number five, my favorite, educate yourself. Research what you're experiencing. If you're feeling like you're having a hard day, you're having a depressive episode, you're having bipolar, whatever it is, research what you're experiencing. There's always an answer for anything that you're experiencing. And once you arm yourself with more knowledge and the resources to tackle the problem or problems, you'll have more ammo for yourself where it comes down to knowing what you're going through and knowing how to deal with it or cope with it, as well as sharing this with somebody or sharing that information or that education that you receive with somebody to help somebody else out as they go through their problems as well. So educate yourself. Number six, preparation. Preparation is key to life. You always have to stay prepared, stay ready, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And that comes down to write the day to to do's list. Okay, having a tongue twister. Write the day's to do list the night before. This helps you have a stress free day and keeps you on track for the day. Like me, I like writing out my to do to do list the day before, the night before, right before I go to bed. My to do list probably three main things that I need to do. Like this is one of them today. Recording this episode, dropping this episode, working out, and things like that, where you're staying focused on the day ahead. That you don't wake up like, oh, what am I doing today? What do I have to do today? That you already have the day planned out, and all you have to do is just do everything that you have planned. Number seven. This is something I got to work on my that I'm gonna do myself today. Strengths. Write down a list of twenty of your strengths. I'm gonna do it myself, and I'll lay that one on the next episode when my strengths are number eight keep moving forward keep moving forward it's like we make progress in life and we want to take time off or our old habits start kicking back into where we fall back into our old ways but we have to keep moving forward regardless of what happens keep taking those small steps no matter what being stagnant does not serve you Every day we should focus on getting 1% better and being better than who we were yesterday. All it is is just 1% better. Just keep moving forward, taking one step at a time, one day at a time, one hour at a time. Just keep moving forward. Don't fall back into your old ways, old habits to your old self. You're becoming a new person. And especially when you're making progress over time, you'd be like, oh, I made, I've been doing this consistently for three weeks to a month. Uh, let me take some time off or not. Because it's like it happens repeatedly. I've heard it today when I was at the gym. Guy was like, man, I took a day off and it ended up being three weeks because we take that one day and then we keep telling ourselves, our old self keeps telling ourselves like, oh, no, you can chill. You can relax. You've been doing this consistently for so and so long. Nah, keep moving forward, getting that 1% better because that's what it's about. You want to be 1% better. You put yourself behind where you take time off. Or you're like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Or I'll do it next week. No, keep moving forward. Number nine, revisit an old hobby. And if you don't have one, create one. Number 10, prioritize. Decide what's important right now. What's important to you right now? What's important? What do you need? And say no to extra obligations. Always saying yes to others will end up stretching you thin. 
and I know from personal experience. And I'm working on setting boundaries as well as saying no if it's not something I want to do, especially if I'm always saying yes, 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 complimenting other people. It's like, no, nah, I got to focus on myself. What do I need? And prioritizing yourself first so you can have that energy, have that effort, have that health to help somebody else. So focus on you. Prioritize yourself first. Number 11, sleep, 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 sleep. Get enough rest. Ideally, six to eight hours. But get that rest get that sleep don't you feel exhausted whenever you like don't get adequate sleep shit i know i do so that's why i'm working on getting more sleep and if you have the iphone check out the sleep app put on that the bedtime timer to where it's like oh nine o'clock ten o'clock whatever it is to get your six to eight hours of sleep at night and you'll feel way refreshed and recharged in the morning that you won't feel like you're still running on fumes when you wake up so get that adequate sleep it's one of the ways you can calm yourself and keep your calm so calm throughout the day Number 12, be silly, be funny. What's something that you did as a kid? Do that and have fun with it. You can't take life too seriously. Me personally, something I did as a kid was play video games. Video games always was like an escape for me to where I didn't have to worry about nothing, no homework or playing with friends or anything. Well, of course I was playing with friends with video games, but doing homework or anything of that nature, I was like, oh, being silly playing games, that really gave me the escape that I needed. So what did, what did you used to do as a kid? Do that. You're like, oh, I used to play with Barbies. Of course you can't do that now. But what's something? Think back and reflect. Maybe you used to be skating, riding bikes, um, going out to theme parks and, and stuff like that. Figure out what you used to do as a kid and do that and have fun with it. 13, fellas, y'all like, oh, I can't do this. But y'all can do this. Cry. Cry. Cry if you need to. Cry if you have to. Don't always hold your emotions emotions in. Don't bottle up your emotions. Let them out. Sometimes a good cry helps us recharge and you feel better. So if there's something that you've been holding in, pinning in, let it out. Go ahead and cry. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Everybody cries now and then. Cry. Let it out. You'll feel way better. You'll feel recharged and you get back to the get back on your journey. Number 14. Check your self-talk. Negative self-talk doesn't serve you. Negative talk doesn't serve you. Negative thoughts don't serve you. So check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check yourself talk. Number 15, journal. Journal, journal, journal. Develop the habit of journaling. This helps you free your mind. Journal. Even if you have to write a sentence or two sentences a night, journal. Do what you have to do to build up that repetition over time to where you're like, okay, I journal for, uh, I did, I wrote, two sentences, three sentences. And once you start writing one, I'm pretty sure you're not going to stop. You're going to keep going. So decide to journal. Take some time out at the end of the night, 10, 20 minutes before bed and just journal. And just let your mind go free. Whatever you want to write, write in your book, journal it out and just let it go free. And when you wake up the next day, read what you wrote or before you go to bed, read what you wrote. And number 16, the final one, mind yourself that life is a journey. Remember, Remember that what you're going through is temporary and it will pass. Your current situation is in your final destination. And a bonus one, meditation. Meditate. Meditate and express gratitude always. Those are ways to keep yourself calm. Um, meditation has really been a tremendous benefit for me, and I love meditating. I'm really amping up my time when it comes to meditation because it's like perfect. It keeps me calm, keeps me, gives me clarity, and I'm in control of my thoughts. I'm visualizing as I'm meditating, and it's really very beneficial but 
those are the 16 ways to calm yourself or self-calming ways. I'm going to give you a brief break and we're going to hop into the next segment of Signs of Healing. Thank you all for tuning in to Sauna I-E. Signs of Healing. That's what we jump into right now. Signs of Healing. Number one. You take a responsibility for your actions and words. Holding yourself accountable is key when you're in the healing stage. Being aware of your actions and words are also key during this time because you're healing. You're still healing. You're invulnerable. You're vulnerable in certain situations and environments. So your awareness is, I want to say, enhanced. And I know this personally. Um, still going through my healing phase. I feel like when you're in the healing stage, stage or phase whatever you want to call it it's going to be a constant you will be constantly healing you're not going to be truly fully healed but you're going to be healed from the situation that left you scarred or hurt you so really taking responsibility for your words and actions and this is one of the signs that you're healing because you're holding yourself accountable you're holding yourself accountable for what you do what you've done and you've done a lot of reflection on the past and what went wrong what went right and how your actions and words played parts in things that happen. So taking responsibility for your actions and words is number one. Number two is striving to understand what you need and what you want. And there's a big difference between the two because it, it, it'll be like, we feel like we we need this, we need this, we need that. But it's like majority of the time, it's a lot of wants. So striving to understand what you want and what you need. And you may have to journal or take some time to Really figure out what do you truly want and what do you truly need? Like, what do you really need in your life? It's all about you now. And that's something I had to do over the time, uh, my last breakup. Really just had to figure out, like, my signs of healing. What do I want and what do I need? And really took the time. Did some journaling. Did some reflecting. Did some meditating. Uh, went out in nature. Did some walks. Talked to different people and just really figuring out what do I want and what I need. And you really figure that out over time. And me personally, I'm really discovering like, oh, I want it. I need myself. I need peace. I need clarity. I need structure. I need discipline. I need, there's stuff that you like, oh, I need this. I need this and this. The stuff that you want and need, you have to give to yourself. You're striving to understand that like, okay, I need to love myself. I need to be there for myself. I need to give myself time. I need to respect myself i need to talk to myself positively i need to be there for me and only me i need to set boundaries and knowing that what you need and what you want and that's number two number three give yourself permission to be who you are we tend to hold back on being who we truly want to be because of society i bet you're thinking right this right now like uh nope i don't hold back i give myself to be permission yeah, that's probably growth over time. But we become more hesitant to express ourselves. We wear or don't wear certain certain clothing because of judgment. But when you're healing, you learn not to give a fuck. Excuse my language. And you begin accepting yourself for who you are and who you're becoming. And overall, loving yourself for you. So you're giving, your, you're giving yourself permission to be who you are. And that's something about me. I was a shell. I've been... I was introverted for a long time and then I've slowly become because of the podcast I became more extroverted and there's times I would be in my introvert ways where I just want to chill be by myself and just 
the self-care Sundays where I just want to be myself and just check in with me and see how I'm doing. And you give me self-permission to be who you are, not really caring what people think or what people really say about you. Because at the end of the day, everybody's everybody's not, nobody's perfect. So you give yourself permission to be who you are, love who you are, love who you're becoming, and not really letting your flaws define who you are. Number four, working on speaking to yourself positively and respectfully, respectfully. We are our own worst critic. And it's true. We love to condemn ourselves over the smallest mistakes. The tiniest mistakes we condemn ourselves. We be like, uh, damn, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, you're so stupid. All that. And we like talk to ourselves so rudely. But we give our friends and family a pass. They make the same mistake. Like, oh, sorry. It's like, why don't we give ourselves a pass too when we make a mistake, when we fuck up, when we do something wrong? We like to hold ourselves in a mental prison of mistakes. It's like, why do you put yourself in that solitary confinement of mistakes simply because of something you did? You didn't have the knowledge at the time, but now you do. And reflecting back, you can't really talk to yourself in a way. It's like, the more you condemn yourself or criticize yourself, you're only putting yourself down. You're lowering your self-esteem. You're lowering your self-confidence. You're lowering yourself and overall being. So it's like, talk to yourself more positively. Think more positive thoughts and respect yourself. Respect yourself for who you are. Thinking positively, thinking positively and speaking positively about ourselves, speaking positive things into our lives. We have to respect who we are and who we're becoming. That's the only way others will respect us. Number five, willingness to forgive yourself. It starts with you forgiving your past self for the tough lessons you had to learn. Forgive yourself. Do it right now. Forgive yourself for who you were. As this day is a whole new day, a whole new year, a whole new you. Forgive yourself for what you didn't know at that time. Forgive yourself for the mistakes that you might probably made, the lessons you had to learn. Don't hold yourself to... Don't press yourself down or hold yourself down simply because of a mistake or a lesson that you had to go through. It's life. We all go through life's lessons and we have to see it as that. It's like, yo, I made a mistake. Okay, cool. On to the next. Keep pushing forward. Keep moving forward that you're not dwelling on that mistake or dwelling on that lesson, dwelling on that regret. Regret. You're just learning from it. You can't keep regretting the past. Who you were then isn't who you are today. And you know that. The past is just reflections of lessons. Six and the final one, being honest with yourself, being honest with yourself. We have to ask ourselves the tough questions and be present with the question that we ask and be honest with yourself. When you ask these questions about what you're feeling, why are you feeling this way? Asking, am I in the right environment for my growth? Am I around the right people to help me grow? Asking these type of questions and being honest with ourselves about the answers. If you're not around the right environment, change your environment so you can grow. If you're not around the right people, find the right people who fit your future and not your present or your past. So working on growing day by day and really asking yourself tough questions, being honest with yourself, willingness to forgive yourself, working on speaking to yourself positively and respectfully, giving yourself permission to be who you are, striving to understand what you want and what you need you may maybe have to write it down like what do i want what do i need and really determining the two 
because the need is like a necessity. We try to say, oh, I need this. I need no, no. You only need certain things in your life. You don't need everything that you see. That's just a want. So the, the, defining the two and figuring out what do you need and really taking the responsibility for your actions and words. Those are some of the signs of healing. But I appreciate y'all tuning in. Thank y'all for tuning in to this episode. If you feel like this episode helped you out when it comes to ways to calm yourself, as well as signs of healing, share this with somebody. Share this with a friend. Share this with a family member. Share this with a coworker. Share this with anybody you think it'll help out so we can help each other out along the way. Be kind to the people around you. Some housekeeping items for the show. I appreciate y'all tuning in, though, like. It's Friday. I know y'all ready for the weekend. It's gloomy out here in California, but we still gonna make it a good weekend. Um, really just enjoy yourself. Take some time for you. Check in with yourself. Check in with the people you love and care about. Check in with the strangers that you see throughout a daily basis. Check in with people. Have those conversations and just be a good person to everybody that you meet. Leave everybody better than you found them. But check out the website. This website and then the show notes, sinai.com. If you want to leave a review on the show, I'll greatly appreciate it. Let me know how I did. Constructive criticism is always appreciated too for the latest updates. It's on there. Also, if you want to get on our email list, get on the email list too. All you got to do is go to sinai.com. The email list will pop up. Just drop your email. I greatly appreciate it. We'll be sending merch updates. We're sending uh, latest episodes and some new episodes as well as future guests and all that. So get on the uh, email list. And I appreciate y'all. Hope you have a great weekend. Take care of yourself. And with that being said, I'm going to leave y'all with this. No matter where you are, there's a reason why you're there. Have a great weekend. And we out.